Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. We had a lot of reaction here on the show yesterday to our discussion about assaults and violent behaviour towards referees at GAA matches. It's um, quite a lot of events actually in, in recent weeks around the country. And last night, the Wexford GAA chairman, Michal Martin, invited the county's referees to a meeting to discuss the recent events. Uh, Michal's with us on the line today. Michal, just why did you organise this or what were you hoping to get from it? I suppose we, we called a meeting to to discuss with the referees the promotion of good discipline and for their for their protection from both at this was the most extreme the physical violence but also from from verbal abuse um it's something that we have discussed at every county board meeting this year in terms of re- recruitment and retention and respect for referees um and obviously we had an incident which is under investigation um last weekend um, so we we invited all referees in the county in and we had members of the executive and our disciplinary committees there uh, last night as well. So what was the outcome of that meeting last night, Michal? Um, it, was, it, it was a good meeting, very good meeting in that there were there was lots of views air, uh, aired. Um, we we outlined the processes. So there was there was a degree of sharing the communication methods that we would all have uh, and align everyone's views. Um but then beyond that, we discussed what actions we could take as a county um, that would would be effective in changing behaviour. And as we all know, changing behaviours is is a difficult task. Um, so in the first instance, we are uh, we are recommending to Crow Park that a special congress be called to remove the maximum limit for um, Category Five offences, which would be say. Um, serious verbal or physical assault of a referee. There is currently in the rule book a maximum uh, penalty, and we would like that penalty removed um, so that uh, lengthier bans can be imposed. What is the current? So what is the current timeline, Mihal? Ninety-six is... weeks of the current. Ninety-six weeks of the current maximum uh, penalty. Um, ninety-six weeks. What do you want? Well. If you if you remove the maximum penalty, you can have up you can have up to and including a life ban from yeah. uh, from the association. And in certain cases, and I obviously can't co- comment on the specific case uh, incident we have because it's under investigation. But in certain instances, we feel that a lifetime ban would be warranted, uh, and that there should be that there should be discretion to be able to impose such a ban. I was reading um, the the Waterford manager, Davy Fitzgerald. That's something that he's calling for this morning. He's he says that there should be a lifetime ban for anyone who physically abuses a referee. I mean, surely there, there's hard. There must be nobody that that doesn't agree with that. I wouldn't imagine so. I think if we were to have Congress, the special Congress, we call for if we were to have it, if we were to have it tomorrow morning, I would imagine it would be a unanimous vote to. Uh, to remove the the current maximum sentence and allow for a lifetime ban where uh, where it is say, where it is absolutely warranted. When is that congress likely to take place, Michal? Well, I suppose that's we'll we'll communicate with Crow Park Special Congress uh, Central Council have have meetings on a monthly basis, and there is a facility to amend uh, uh, a Central Council meeting, adjourn it, and call a special congress. So we would hope that it could happen. The next annual Congress is in February. We would hope that it would happen in advance of that. Was it just the um, the referees across Wexford that attended the meeting last night? 
it was, yeah, it was. Uh, and I mean, the, the key piece, I mean, we've spoken there about, about bands. You, you want to arrive at a situation where you don't have to be imposing bands, that we, we change that behaviour. So I think the key piece that we we decided last night is that, uh, and we can, we, we know we have an issue in Wexford, we accept that. Uh, I spoke during the week that I think it's a societal issue, but we're, that's not passing the book. We have to deal with the problem that we have. Mm. It, I think it, it crosses counties, it crosses every code, uh, not just GEA. Um, but we we decided last night that there is now a compulsory workshop. Every GEA club in Wexford must, in the next seven days, um, hold a comp- compulsory workshop of club officials, uh, club mentors at, from every age grade. Uh, and we have circulated them this morning um, a presentation that they must go through, a self-evaluation. So effectively, we're asking to hold a mirror up um, to the behaviour of the various sectors of their club, both coaches, mentors, um, parents, mm. players, supporters. And, and they, who has to attend this workshop, Michal? Is all, it just the officials? All, all sectors, club, of, um, club officials, all the mentors at every age, uh, at age level, uh, the referee that is associated with the club. So it will be a big gathering of the club in the first instance within the next seven days. Uh, and we, they must report back to us in, uh, by, by Thursday, by the following day. Um, and any club that doesn't report back will not be, uh, we will not be allowing them to, to fulfill their fixtures uh, until that workshop is okay. held. So um, there's an education process here as well. And the first step of an education process, obviously we're working on, on a tight time frame. But the first step is that is acknowledge that you have a problem. Um, we've acknowledged it as a county. We now want where it does. And you know, we, we have to be, to be fair as well that it is a problem. Um, but there are a huge number of volunteers who go and spend their time uh, very valuably who do not uh, engage in a negative way with officials. Uh, but like anyway in society, there is a small cohort that do. Uh, and the club now needs to take responsibility for those mm-hmm. people, hold up a mirror to their behaviour um, and, um, and create an action plan out of that in terms of what they're going to do to improve things. I thought it was really interesting yesterday. I spoke to um, a current referee from Kilkenny on the programme and a former GAA chairman and they both acknowledged there was an issue. I put your comments from earlier in the week to them that uh, this is something that has, you know, increased and is now at at a crisis point. They both agreed with that, that things have escalated in terms of violent behaviour towards referees. But when I asked both of the guests on the show yesterday, um, would they support the likes of, you know, a GoPro or some form of a body camera being worn by referees both were against the idea which I was sort of surprised at actually given that we acknowledge yeah, we, there's we, a big we, problem but we have a solution put, and it's not wanted No well we put that to the referees last night and there was very little um, that was proposed last night to the wider body of referees and they didn't feel it was the solution it, it can potentially be part of the solution but uh, you know the rigidity uh, even of some of those devices as modern uh, as they are uh, may not be the may not be the full solution. So that uh, that was the very much the feeling of of the referees on the ground last night as well. And we have engaged with a third level institute actually since uh, the weekend, who are conducting a piece of research in terms of behavioural science and the use of such technology might be part of that. So we would be interested in experiment with it, but as I say, the very much the the feeling mm-hmm. from the referees on the ground is that 
things like body uh, body cams are not uh, are not the overarching solution. Yeah, I, I I don't in any way you know want to um, diminish the the solutions that you did arrive at last night, but I just wonder, given the severity of what has happened, and and I appreciate not just in Wexford but in many other counties in recent months, is a workshop the answer though? Like they don't want body cameras, but I just wonder, will you know, will you get the conclusion you want from everybody participating in a workshop? Maybe you will. It's a start. It's a start. Um, will we get the solution? Well, this is a process. I mean, the, uh, we're we're not in any way envisaging that we do this workshop and the problem will be solved. Uh, this is this is going. I think I said on on Monday. This now requires. Um, uh, the policymakers in sport, from Sport Ireland at the top to the NGBs, uh, to county boards, to put their heads together and create an overarching solution. Um, what we're doing, I wouldn't call it a stopgap because I think I I do think from the feeling in Wexford that there's a, a degree of shock of what what mm, happened. Absolutely, particularly in yeah. light, of, yeah, and particularly in light of the incidents that have happened in other in other counties. Um, so it is a start, and as I said, the first start. In, in trying to solve a problem is acknowledging that yeah, there is a problem absolutely. holding up a mirror um, and that's what we're asking clubs to do there will be some clubs who will come back of course and say um, we think we're fine and things might be fine and there'll be others who will come back and think, or think we're fine and we might be uh, we will be reverting to them and saying well uh, you might be telling us things are fine but this is this is the disciplinary record within your club over the last six months can you can you go back and have a think mm. and come back to us again okay so there, this this is a process that needs to start now. I think this has been building. Uh, I mentioned it earlier in the week as uh, as a school principal. I think I have seen an erosion over the last number of years uh, in respect for um, for decision makers, uh, for authority in general. We see it in terms of how it manifests itself on social media. Uh, it's transcended into sport. Um, so neither GoPros or one-off workshops are going to solve the problem. It now needs policymakers to uh, to develop a, a coherent strategy to solve it. Yeah, okay. Um, Michal Martin, Wexford GAA Chairman. Michal, listen, thanks a million for joining us here in the programme today. Do you agree with that proposal he talked about, uh, perhaps, um, well, changing the current, the timeline, the ban that's in place, and in certain cases, looking um, at the likes of, you know, lifetime bans in, in certain instances. Brian and me just got in touch. He says, in regards to referees, it starts at the players. I've seen it numerous times where the kids give cheek to the refs and the coaches don't address it. As a coach and a player myself, um, if any of the players give cheek or back chat I sub them off straight away I've often had parents then give out to me about it but that's my policy and I found the kids in turn are much more respectful because of it uh, Woody and Drahada says it's the clubs that should be banned then the offender would be made a pariah in their own community and might cost their club the best chance of a championship in years only to be thrown out keep the messages coming into us 53106 is the number uh, Brian is with us on the line in Carlo uh, Brian have you noticed this kind of behaviour in your club? Unfortunately yeah it is. It's, it's it's happened a few times. Um, I remember one instance we had a guy sent off. You know, happens. Uh, whatever. And um, the end of the game, the the guy's uncle followed referees to the dressing room, started banging on the door, and then was joined by a couple more, and they followed the referee to his car and hit the car a few bangs on the roof as your man the referee left the grounds and I was involved I was on a 
club committee, whatever, came up. Um, there was a there was a suspension to the player grant, and there was a fine for the club. And the consensus was, well, we're not having this. We should we should appeal it. To which the secretary went, on what basis? We are guilty. We've done it. Uh, mm. So it's a red card. We have what has to referee. It's more guilty. And I spoke up uh, in favour of, of what the secretary said, and I was castigated as well. And we were both abused for weeks afterwards by members of the club and members of that committee. So the default so, position is just appeal. Appeal. Guilty or not? Yeah. Guilty or not? No. Yeah. As guilty as. <laughs> Guilty as the day is long, and no, no, we're going to appeal that. Appeal it, and, and then I and suppose when, what happened? When the secretary, and when the secretary didn't want to appeal it, then he was he was the one in wrong, and because I backed him, I was the one in wrong. How do you change um, this, Brian? I well, I am um, me and secretary hadn't been involved in the club in about ten years. So you I've actually stepped away. away then over that? Oh, I stepped away. She yeah, you couldn't because when when you had that. Uh, that's just ingrained in 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 people in clubs, and after that changes, and that, I think changes need to be um, for some of the actions that are happening lately, like sign bans, mm. and and the club gets suspended for a period of time. Do you know there's a lot and of texts, a lot of lot of texters suggesting that today. Yeah, you you be in favour of that? I, I I miss I miss being involved with the club, but I don't. At I don't miss it. Yeah, it must have been. I, I'm sure you were disappointed, though, to, to, to you know, to, to, to not. I don't want to say to walk away, but I mean to, to feel that you had to leave, Brian. Yeah, no, I mean it did. Uh, yeah, it was something because I was involved a lot in the club over, over the years, but I said I hadn't, I haven't, I barely been inside the grounds in the last ten years. And you know what? Maybe I'm better off for it. Yeah, I know but there's a lot until, of this... until it changes. Until I think until until and maybe this. Maybe now things will start to change. Yeah. But you th- you uh, would support that suggestion around, um, you know, st- more severe penalties for people involved in in a, in um, violent behaviour or physically abusing yeah. a referee. Lifetime ban, yeah. the only solution. Yeah, and like it should be. Um, I mean, there's a problem with abuse of uh, players and managers and selectors, and I don't want to do with teams. It's it's. You know, people are not allowed. You, know, you can't make any mistake, and somebody's jump coming down, coming down the steps. You know, screaming at you through things. Yeah, a text. Yeah. yeah, well, listen, Brian. Thanks a million for for um, joining us today and for for sharing your experience with us uh, on the show. There's a lot more stories like Brian actually here on the text line. Teresa uh, has got in touch as well in Donegal. She says, "I have a very competitive under fifteen hurler at the minute and over the years if he ever gives back chat to the ref I've always made him apologise and at a minor hurling final my own enjoyment was marred by a young girl with her family continuously roaring at the ref we need to respect the, um, we need respect for the referees no matter what and it starts at underage the families and supporters in the stands they should also be, sh- uh, be sanctioned too for abuse says uh, says Teresa. Interesting suggestion, Teresa, there. Um, Ronan in Drogheda says, on the cameras and the idea of GoPros for referees, cameras have to be used to capture these incidents, uh, which are crimes, 
not acceptable at any level of society. I've been shocked at how seriously the games are taken. Uh, they are games. Ban the people and charge them. The line between reality and nonsense uh, is very much blurring here, says Ronan. 53106, the number. Keep your views coming into us uh, on the programme today. We are going to be talking about whether holiday homes are a threat to the Irish language. Up next, though, were you happy with the budget? Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.